The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It's just gone 19 minutes past five. If you've just joined us, welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive 101.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna. It's day 12 of Operation Sword of Iron. Joining us on the line to discuss day 12 and more uh, more issues regarding it, uh, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. I think before we get to the big story, which Mm -hmm. I think everybody wants to know, uh, which is the hospital issue, I just want to give a quick update on um, humanitarian aid. This is coming from a uh, cabinet meeting that the Prime Minister held a short while ago. He says, um, in light of uh, U.S. President Joe Biden's demand for basic humanitarian aid to be able to reach Gaza, Israel's war cabinet has decided the following. Israel will not allow any humanitarian aid to be delivered from its territory to the Gaza Strip until the hostages being held by terror groups are returned. So no humanitarian aid will go through, uh, mm-hmm. through the, the crossings, which incidentally Hamas terrorists destroyed when they um, stormed into Israel on the 7th of October. Number two, Israel demands that the International Red Cross be able to visit the hostages and will work to mobilize international support for this demand. Now, I know the International uh, Red Cross have asked to see the hostages and and Hamas have said no. Hmm. Israel will not thwart humanitarian supplies from reaching Gaza from Egypt as long as it is only food, water and medicine for the civilian population located in the southern Gaza Strip. Any supplies that reach Hamas will be blocked by Israel. Um, now, now, this has been a, a point of negotiation. Israel has asked of the Egyptians that we allow safety measures. In other words, that we check any humanitarian goods right. coming in from, from the Egyptian side so that there's nothing being smuggled in, as has been the case uh, in, in times before. So right. these are the criteria. This is the latest that um, uh, that you are, are are getting with regards to humanitarian aid. Oh, there we have it. Straightforward, simple. That's the deal. Take it or leave it. Rolene, okay, so as you said, as you mentioned, indeed, it has been uh, the talking point uh, for today, this uh, issue of uh, the hospital strike in Gaza. Where do things stand right now regarding that incident? Well, first of all, it's a lesson to the mm. reporters and the politicians and the talking heads and the pundits of the world. Wait until you have evidence. Whenever you are in doubt, and especially in a region like ours where things could erupt in a moment's notice, and especially in a wartime scenario, wait until you have the evidence. Mm. Uh, so let's take a look at what happened last night because at, at about one minute to, to seven, there was a massive barrage of rockets fired from the Gaza Strip towards central Israel where I am. And about a couple of seconds later, the, whatever happened to the, the hospital happened and we got news shortly after that, that, uh, the hospital, um, had been struck. The Al-Akhli Hospital, the Baptist Hospital. Now, everybody rushed to conclusions. Israel had struck a, 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 a hospital. Mm-hmm. We, Israel, and, and we've done it in the past. If we've done something wrong, we have investigated, clarified, and, and, and explained it. In this case, the IDF said, let's look at the evidence. 
So the evidence we have is as follows. And it's all up. Uh, the IDF have been very, very good about keeping people abreast. And you can go basically anywhere and find it. You can see from video footage taken by Al Jazeera, who happened to be filming, security footage from mm. Kibbutz Netiva Sara, which is on the border, that security cameras are still working, even though the, the kibbutz is, was one of those decimated on the 7th of October. From drone footage in the sky and from aerial photography, you can actually see the launching of the rockets and then something falling short and, 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 and striking what we now know. It was not the hospital, was the parking lot of the hospital. Right. And if you look at images, yes, there are vehicles that are damaged, but it doesn't seem to be the site of a mass casualty event, which Hamas were quick to say and... Um, uh, the world was quick to to jump on. I mean, I found it astounding that nobody seems to be condemning the fact that there were there were rockets fired at Israeli civilians, mm-hmm. or that uh, Hamas are a recognised terror organisation. You know, we debated for how many days whether or not Jewish babies were beheaded, but this the world believes. So, so we we have um, that footage. We also have the. Uh, the logs of Israeli air activity, and there was no Israeli air activity at that time. Then the IDF have released a conversation. Now, this is highly unusual for the IDF. This is highly classified uh, intelligence, which is a recorded conversation intercepted by IDF intelligence where there is a conversation with a, a, a Hamas terrorist, and they say it looks like, uh, you know, we fired from the, 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 cemetery, the cemetery, which is by yeah. the hospital, mm-hmm. and it looks like one of the rockets fell short. So there, there, there is an admission of, of guilt, and uh, we know that the terror organization responsible for this is Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Now, the evidence has gone to um, American intelligence who have verified it. They've verified the intelligence. They said they've used open source. In fact, I'll read you the statement. This is the statement coming in from the White House uh, National Security Council spokesperson, Adrian Watson. And uh, she says, while we continue to collect information, our current assessment based on analysis of overhead imagery, intercepts and open source information is that Israel is not responsible for the explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. Now, um, Israel has handed the intelligence over to the to British intelligence as well. It's, we're going to be sharing it with our, our allies. But um, uh, it's very, very dangerous, and particularly mm-hmm. for uh, broadcasters like the BBC who picked up this lie and ran with it. Now, we've seen the ramifications around the world. The Arab world has absolutely uh, erupted in protests and and riots. We've had to evacuate our embassies from Egypt and Morocco. And um, uh, a a synagogue was firebombed in Germany today. A a Jewish school was evacuated in Rome today. So the press have a responsibility, they have a duty of care, not only to report factually, but to understand the consequences and ramifications of of uh, reporting something like this without any 
investigative proof. You know, Rolene, I was saying to you earlier on, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I really believe that there's a form of sabotage going on here because, uh, you mentioned now Arab states, uh, who are inflamed by this, uh, report of Israel supposedly involved in this, uh, horrific hospital explosion. And amongst them are Abraham Accords members. Well, yes. Um, uh, and I think that the reason for that is that they're also going to want to be, uh, they're also going to want to be very, very cautious and not give the impression to the Palestinian that Palestinians that have, they have abandoned their cause. Indeed. Uh, yeah. so, uh, so I think it, it, it puts countries like the UAE in a, in a very, very difficult position, but there's no doubt about it. Um, Hamas launched this attack. Uh, it, it, it's very, very coincidental that we were having a uh, very intense discussion with the Saudis. Those talks are now on us for the moment. That Indeed. is as per the Crown Prince. Yes. Um, but there's no way Hamas will accept the Arab world normalizing ties with Israel. Mm. And we are seeing the results of yep. that. I think there's multiple reasons why they attacked um, Israel. Uh, they want to see Israel destroyed. They thought uh, uh, Israel was in a vulnerable position uh, internally. Uh, they are uh, acting as proxies on behalf of Iran, but also very, very definitely a part of that. They want to sabotage the uh, Abraham Accords. Indeed, Ronnie. Okay, very quickly, uh, President Biden visiting at the moment. Are talks still ongoing? Um, the president has wrapped up talks with the uh, prime minister mm -hmm. and has uh, promised a considerable unprecedented military aid package. Uh, and he's, he's also pledged, and as well, the president's here, there are still rockets being fired. Yeah, so, oh, well, I can hear it in the background. Booms, they're coming, they're mm -hmm. coming in my direction. So if you hear any booms, I'm in my shelter and, uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll power through it. Right. Um, but yeah, while the president is here, we still have barrages of rockets being fired towards Israeli wow. civilians. Wow. Amazing. As I asked that question, there we have it. That's what's happening in the Holy Land right now, coming to you live. Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. There's so much more we could chat, but anyway, we'll continue the conversation tomorrow. Thanks very much for joining us once again, Roland, just to give us some background as to what's happening in Israel at the moment. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel.